When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Woo Woo with Rachel Dratch, the podcast that explores the unexplained with humor and curiosity. Hello and welcome to Woo Woo. It's Rachel Dratch here with my friend and co-host, Irene Bremis. And Irene, we have a very, very special guest I'm today. I'm excited. I mean, this is like... I don't know. We're an A-list territory. Mm. <laughs> Comedy A-list. Comedy A-list. Please say hello to Tina Fey. Hey. Hi, Rachel. Hi. Hello. Hi, Tina. Hi. Hi, Tina. Thanks for, thanks thanks for, for joining coming. us. Uh, it's my pleasure yes. to be here. You made A-list of people. You, <laughs> I made a list. You're not A-list. You're on a list. Uh, uh. <laughs> Um, okay, so, oh my gosh. Well, first of all, one thing is, Tina is half Greek, and Irene, you're all Greek. That's you're right, 100% I'm 100%. Greek. That so makes me 100% that- crazy, and she's just 50%, okay. right? With the- I, I mean, you see that, we, we do basically look alike. People can't see us right now, but in the way that every, I know. every Greek person, like from the middle of the forehead really? to the bridge of the nose, I think we all look alike. If you yeah, look, me, it's really? true. Nia Vardalos, oh, Nia Vardalos, Amy Sedaris. Oh yeah, it's all in here. It's all right here. It's it's and the you're eyes. All beautiful. Yep, you're all beautiful. It's in the eyes. Grecian exactly. beauties. Grecian beauties. Well, I'll um, take it. Wait, I mean, you're fluent in Greek, right? I am. I am fluent in your Greek. Uh, I had to go to Greek school. Did you have to suffer through that? I think you did actually. I didn't go to Greek school. Oh, you I didn't. Know Nia, Nia went to Greek school. I'll tell oh. yeah, Nia did. I'll tell you why. My brother, who's eight years older than me, he was sent to Greek school, and the first oh. the first day he was there, the teacher smacked one of the kids in the face. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I got slapped. What? <laughs> Not okay. Not okay. Um, Ooh, and my yeah. brother came home very, you know, traumatized by it and said, I never want to go back. And my parents said, that's fine. You never have to go. And so they never sent me. I probably would have, um, one, uh, liked to have learned Greek, uh, and two would have probably in some way been like on board with the authoritarian nature. <laughs> I was like, yeah, well, what did he do to get slapped? That's what you have to ask. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's. So it's, wait, Tina, yeah. do you know any Greek words? I know, like, if I I sing to Irene, I know how to say, like, if someone says something to me, I can say, like, Efkaristopoli, and I feel like... Very I, nice. I, pretty what good. does that mean? It just means, like, thank you very much. Oh, like, okay. if you're in a restaurant or whatever, and then people think I can speak, and so they go... Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, no, all I have oh, yeah. is... That's all I <laughs> That's it, Efkaristopoli, but your dialect is perfect, really. Thank you. Oh, she, yeah. Tina does amazing dialects. Okay. First of all, yeah. you don't even know. Tina's laughing really hard. She's Tina. so good at dialects. I like, mean, seriously. She can do, she's laughing, self-deprecating, but she is so good. Especially anything British, Scottish, Irish. I mean, maybe it's just to me because I'm not from there, but she is. She has wow. all the regions down. I think you I used do. To be, I think that I is a gift. More false confidence in my various dialects. <laughs> no, no, you are very good at that. Thank you. Um, I know one Greek thing: Kalispera. Kalispera. That's and we evening, all know right? the bad words. And what's, of course. What's Kalispera I, means uh, have a lovely evening. And what's good morning? 
Cali, uh, Calimera. Calimera. Okay. Yeah, Calimera. I think okay, like, gotcha. like, a, like a toddler, like mm. cat, milk. <laughs> yeah, milk. The Good the basics. Morning. Yeah. Yeah. The basics, yeah. but I'm sure you've been to Greece multiple times. I've been a few times, yeah, and I took yeah. my um, family in 2019, my uh, daughters and my husband, and they really liked it. I, I knew they would. I knew that it was in their blood to like that kind of yeah. lifestyle. I mean, it's... Who doesn't like it's that? It's so beautiful. I love Greece. Uh, and last question, where is your family from, or what side? Is is it your dad that's no, Greek it's or my your mom? mom that's your mom, it's, right, it's my mom. your and mom, you know, sorry. Have you seen those that show about the Blue Zones? Um, and stuff. Yes, because yes. My mom, like the- my mom's dad is from, <gasps> was from one of those places. Like he was Ooh. from Icaria, which is one of those places where people Icaria, live to be a hundred. Longevity. Tiny. tiny oh, yeah. see. Okay, I love you right now because that's what I talk about when I I recorded my special that they my family lives to over a oh, hundred. Right. Her family. A hundred and uh, they go very yeah, long. Yes. Very long. Where are they from in Greece? They're from Chios. They're from Chios. My Wait, mother's I cousin have a actually. Family, I have like a ancestry. Oh my god, in you guys are related. Oh, hello, cousin. How are you? Yes, anyway, <laughs> I bet you're related. Chios. I'm very into the ancestry. Rachel, the, yes. that's where yes. gum comes from. Gum. That's right. Gum. <laughs> We've contributed. All right. Wait, that's our contribution to the world gum, gum? Yeah. really yeah like yeah, like, yeah. Chocolates. oh yeah. chocolates okay well this is a whole other I didn't know other I didn't know that stuff about my side of my other side of the family being from Hios until I did that finding your roots program Ooh, wow. I do that. I'm oh I love that out, Hios putting that out the go. universe I want to do finding your roots <laughs> universe <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay so Tina uh, it's funny to have you on this woo woo show because when I think of like who of my friends is really into woo woo stuff, like you are not someone that I think of as being super woo woo because you're, to me, you're a very rational lady, you know? Thank you. But then yeah. I was sort of asking around, trolling for guests. And um, <laughs> <laughs> so I asked you if you have a story. And lo and behold, not only do you have a woo woo story, but you have a ghost story, Ooh. which I did not expect from you. Yes, I do have a ghost story. And I'm. I'm not the most woo-woo. I don't really, you know, um, believe in astrology so much. Although my cousin in Greece, maybe you should have her oh, on sometime, man. is an astrologer on the <gasps> side. Okay, and, and oh, we way, must like, have her when on. A person with a beautiful Greek accent is doing your chart. It seems they seem like well, you guys are like it's like you're closer Legit. to it. It's much more real. You're Greek, but like, you you're know, ancient. You know, you know, on a guest stars. Aunt is an astrologer too. That is the least she's surprising Greek, thing I've heard all day. Yeah, I know. She's very, <laughs> I know. Okay, but go on. So you have a cousin who is an astrologer. Has she ever done your chart or anything? I think like she that? did send me a chart, but I'm, I was like, oh, because yeah. it always hinges on them asking you what time you were born. And I don't, and you don't really know. know. And I asked my mom, and my mom's like, I don't know. I had twilight sleep. I don't know. <laughs> I'll keep asking her when she thinks I was born. But I am not the most woo woo. But I am. But but I'm not. I I when it comes to ghosts and and sort of a permeable border between life Ooh. and death, I do. I'm open to believing in it. Ooh. You know. Um, okay. Uh, I don't spend a ton of time thinking about it, but. Um, you know, like if you well, we read, do now, yeah. If, if you read now like Lincoln, Lincoln and the Bardo or something, and you're like, yeah, maybe there's a bunch of souls who are, you know, trying to get where they're going. Um, and 
Should I start telling you my story? Well, no, actually, hold on one second, because before you go into your story, sometimes what we do on this is talk a little about our comedy origin. Oh, okay. oh yes, I love yeah. that. So, yes. I mean, just to give the background on when I when Tina Fey crossed my path, because um, that's what we've done that with a few. Yes, actor and I, people I love and it. I love to hear comedy the beginnings. But anyways, so this is kind of funny. But so I was at, in Chicago. And Tina was there too, but I didn't know her yet. I was in Second City and um, I had done one show on the main stage. And then, now this is kind of funny because when we had Amy Poehler on, I realized that I remember the moment that I met Amy Poehler, which is, that's kind of rare that you know the moment you met someone. But Tina, I think I might know the moment that I met you too, maybe. I might be remembering the show, but I think it's because we were doing the next Second City show and then Second City had always been four men and two women all like since the dawn of time that's it had been broken up down like that and so then um, they decided revolutionary we're gonna make it three and three and so (laughs) so then they're like we're bringing Tina Fey into the cast and I'd heard very good things about Tina but I don't think I'd met you and then you came and joined you know I was John Glazer's understudy for Pinata oh. Full of Bees. There was a show Pinata Full of Bees that Rachel. Wait, so, I ha- so then I'm remembering this wrong. No, but I, because I came on a couple times, or at least once as his understudy. And, you know, the credit, some of the credit for the neutralization of the gender of those casts goes to John Glazer because his unique comedy style is kind of genderless. Like he, he's just like this impish, um, absurdist kind of taste yeah. in, in sketches and it was possible for me to understudy his parts Ooh. because it wasn't like I'm a guy on a date I'm the dad of the family it was weird stuff you know it was like I'm a beat right. and a thing and it was and I'm an audience plant who you know right. out to be in the show so somehow I understudied Glazer and I definitely went on at least once for Glazer okay so then I remember this totally wrong but maybe maybe what I'm remembering is the first time you came and like did improv with us. That's what I remember. Yeah. So maybe that was in anticipation of you understanding. Something. But I do remember that you came in and you were just like this really funny improviser. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, she's so funny. That's like, so, she's so nice. You're hilarious. Amy and I do this tour show that sometimes Rachel shows up at. But sometimes we I yeah. surprise the, um, the audience. Sometimes it's a <laughs> surprise and delight element. Okay, so Tina and Amy are doing this show, Restless Leg Tour. And it's touring around the nation, so check your local well, listings on that. It's hilarious. We improvise in it sometimes, and I uh, to the like, we've been doing it for months, and I'm still like, wait, what was improv? How did we do? <laughs> okay, okay, funny you should say it because now Tina, back in the day, improv was our life, right? right? Mm-hmm. It was our, it was everything. Mm-hmm. It was we moved to Chicago to do improv. Solely Tina, Tina, you came from. I came Did from, you come right from college? I came right from college. I graduated the University of Virginia in 1992 in the spring. And in the fall of 92, I moved to Chicago. And you knew Chicago was like where it's at for improv, basically. Yep. I just like knew second, you, you wanted to join Second City. Yeah. Like that was the goal. Okay. Yep. Same same with me. And um, so then we would start. We were improvising all the time. It was just... It was like our lifeblood. Mm-hmm, you would find right? a way to do it. You would go to any weird open mic night. You would take classes. Yep. I used to, my job was at the YMCA. I'd get up at, I worked from 5.30 in the morning till 2.30 in the afternoon. I would like go home, take oh a God. nap, go to class from 7 to 10. Whoa. And then like take the, the L back uptown, get home at like 11.30, 
go to oh sleep. My God. It was <laughs> and get yes. four. four. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then yeah, and then just which also would just go to any improv thing and just play as much as yeah. we could. Yeah. And then it became our social life and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a cult. And it is a cult. It is a cult. Yeah. <laughs> and then so back to you saying you forgot to improvise, whatever. Like like it was such a part of my life that there I could not imagine that there would be a time in the future where I wasn't improvising every day. Yeah. And then now here it is. I if I had to improvise tomorrow, I'd be very nervous about it. Like because yeah. when you when you do it over and over, you lose you, your fear. Yeah. You're not everything. getting up yes. as much to practice all yeah. the time, of course. Yeah, and you lose your fear of failure. Yeah. Right. So in any case, Tina and I went on to do two shows together at, on the main stage. Citizen and then Gates Citizen and Gates Paradigm and Lost. Paradigm Lost. And and then Tina got hired as a writer for SNL. Yes, I left right? to go be a writer yes. for SNL. She left. Because Tina always had, I'm speaking for you, but, yeah. but when I met you, like you always had a writer goal as well as an actor. That goal. was I knew that was kind of my actual strength and that I was getting to do the other stuff because I could bring ideas, you know, like get, performing was, I was sort of a scam that I ran to be like, well, and I then would I argue shall against perform that, as well. No, um, of course <laughs> you shall. So anyway, uh-huh. but Tina got hired at SNL, blah, de blah, rest is Yeah, I, rem- I remember one time, <laughs> I, I met Tina Fey yeah. with, through you at uh, the pit once when you were doing Dratch and Oh Faye yeah, and Tina and I, so ago. then she oh, got, UCB. she was writing. UCB. She uh, was UCB, writing. Actually, UCB, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, not the pit. Tina UCB. was writing, and then I had left second city and then i got to audition for snl but didn't get it that year and then tina and i teamed up to do this two-person sketch show called dragon fay that yeah. was super fun it was, it was fun. and that was it yeah i love ucb it. and yeah and then tina got weekend update and i got hired yeah and then we were all there together yeah at snl and that is our comedy history and then i mean obviously like your credits are too numerous to even name but and not and not interesting you do it all <laughs> well, I think they're interesting and inspiring, but um, everyone knows Tina's f- fabulous work. So anyway, I don't know where am I going with this. Well, that's I guess just our uh, comedy that's background not what story. Anyone came here for our it. comedy. Okay, people came here for the ghosts. That's right. Let's segue into the ghosts All right. now. Woo woo with Rachel Dratch is sponsored by BetterHelp. The end of the year can be fun with parties and family and friends, but you know what? Holidays can bring a lot of stress too. And looking at social media, you can feel like you're supposed to be having the best time ever. You know what stresses me out? Seeing other people's perfectly decorated homes or award-winning cinnamon rolls. I know, weird, right? Why should that stress me out? I mean, I can make cinnamon rolls too if I wanted. I can bake. Maybe I just don't want to. Okay, settle down, Rachel. Time to call your therapist. In all seriousness, the holidays can be stressy. And you know what? Adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of these feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress, something to look forward to and make you feel grounded. I'm a big fan of therapy, both for exploring old patterns and for getting tools to deal with what might seem like a little thing. Well, if it's so little, then why am I thinking about it so much? Why am I thinking about those cinnamon rolls? (laughs) See, therapy is great for the day-to-day problems and the big stuff too. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com woo to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot woo.
Now, first of all, I take it like you've you've never seen a ghost before this happened. This was like year yeah. one. And I shouldn't say or have I you had brush. You know, OK, I didn't see a, you know, a, a lady in white. I didn't see a three dimensional you know, okay. figure, mm-hmm. but I did have an experience. But you hadn't had a you hadn't had a ghost experience before prior to this okay no okay no i had okay so set set the scene set the scene i grew up going to the jersey shore and when i was a kid we would go once one week a year not every year but when we could we would go to wildwood crest new jersey and then one night of that week we would drive further down to cape may new jersey which was a nicer town that we could I love cape may. afford to stay in and so we would walk around and get ice cream and go t- and then and then drive back to wildwood crest and so when i uh became an adult and i got some showbiz money i said you know what we're all going to take a trip as a extended family we're going to go to cape may and so we started doing an annual trip with my immediate family my brother and his family my parents my aunts would come in it was it was really it's a really nice tradition that we've been doing for like gosh i mean 15 years uh with very few exceptions um and we go and we rent this beautiful house uh in cape may which is a very old victorian seaside town it's whatever the nation's oldest seaside resort or something like that and and sidebar i got to go with you recently yes. mm. and it's so cute there i had yeah. never been it's beautiful. and i heard you talk about it and it's so nice. And then I kind of got it like the whole, it does have this old vibe to it. Yeah, there are lots and lots of old hotels and old houses. And so one of the things that we started doing every year as part of our trip is there is a locally run little um quaint little trolley that gives different kinds of tours and we would take the ghost tour uh every year in this lovely open air trolley since my kids were very little, since actually since my since I only had my oldest daughter, Alice, um, we would hold her on our lap and take these tours. And I've, I've t- talk about dialects. I've told Rachel this story many times, but oh <laughs> one of the things I love about it, it's like a warm blanket to me is the, the, the volunteers who run the tour have the most fabulous kind of South Jersey, Philadelphia accents. And I will, <laughs> I will do it only really just for Rachel. It's amazing. No, no, I love just, it. You no, get please. on the tour and you're cozy and it's like a, you know, a, a, a breezy June evening and, then a nice lady will come on and be like, welcome to the ghost tour of Cape May. Jackson, <laughs> now we're going down Jackson Street. Jackson Street, the most haunted street in all of Cape May. It's always like, this is where the Hotel Chalfont, where the nanny walked out into the ocean and drowned. Where her children, the children she was caring for, were never heard from again. Like, And it, to me, that accent is like... The Queen's English. I could listen to it. It's the crown to me. And so we always take the ghost tour every year. And it's a little bit different every year. Take that ghost tour, hon. So so we take it. But the one year, so I was staying in this beautiful home. And I was pregnant with my younger daughter. And at that time, because we would fill the house with so many people, we every bed was full. And my older daughter, who was five at the time, was sleeping in a cot at the foot of our bed in our room. And I was pregnant so I wasn't sleeping that well and um I woke up the one night to Alice my younger daughter was uh, was like sort of pushing the foot of the bed the Victorian like kind of old wood bed she was kind of pushing it pushing it and so I was sort of like honey don't do that you know and she was just rattling the bed not not like poltergeist level but it was for sure moving and I was like don't and then I finally it was bothering me so I got I stood up to to ask her to um stop doing Uh that uh and she was asleep and was not touching it 
Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So then, and this is important, Eileen. Okay. Then, okay, scary. The timeline is important here. Then the next evening, the following evening, not the prior evening, we took the ghost tour. And one oh. of the amazing ladies on the tour was saying like, you know, people notice the ghost presence in many different ways. Some people feel a cold <laughs> chill. Other, and, then she was, and then she's very specifically said, some people have said it feels like someone pushing at the foot of their bed. And I was like, oh, come, come on. on. Literally said that. And I was like, what now? Charlie, what now? So, so that was kind of it, it, fascinating, right? And so, and then the remaining nights, I kept kind of having that awareness. Then I was kind of open to wanting to see if I noticed or felt anything else. And I will say, and I was pregnant. So, I mean, well, I will say because I was pregnant, I was, there was not a drop of alcohol in my system. So it wasn't like I was having a white wine dream. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was, but I wasn't sleeping great. And I do remember waking up subsequent nights kind of feeling in the upper corner of the room, just like (gasps) a little bit of light and a little bit of just energy that I, I remember being like sort of saying out loud to it. Okay. 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 Okay, guys. Okay. Um, and so that, okay. that was that for that year. Then, okay, wait. One thing about you yeah. and the energy, like, because, again, like, I, I think of you as super rational. So when you were looking up and, like, what was this energy feeling when you saw something I, I remember trying to... F- to trying to evaluate for myself whether it felt like it was menacing or not. And I tried to uh, tell myself it's not menacing because, again, my only information about ghosts come from this ghost tour. And they talk about how it's like, you know, it's souls return to the place where they were the happiest or they, you know, or they're stuck there looking for their dog or whatever, like they're talking about. (laughs) And they talk about how, um, how, uh, being uh, they claim that you know a lot of moisture in the air or being near water is a good place for ghosts to hang out and so the seaside especially ghosts like the beach and that that you know between two and four a.m i think she had said is the the, oh the witching hour that's right it was definitely Uh in those windows of time and so I, i remember just sort of trying to talk to it thinking like okay you're displaced you know Wait, mm-hmm. don't bother me. Okay. And so that okay. was, yeah. so that was that year. And then, then a couple years later, we have had upped our game and I had contacted a, a man that, so all of the ghost tours that you take, they're all based on a series of books by a guy named Craig McManus, who I could probably connect you with if you ever want to have him on this podcast. Because he is yes. sort of yes, the please. ghost expert of Cape May. Ooh, and turned okay. out he was a cousin of a friend of mine. My buddy Denise Spillane was like, he's my cousin. We'll come meet you at the shore and he'll give us a specialized Ooh. tour. Because at this point, you know, we're junkies, of ghost tour junkies. over there. <laughs> So this is a couple years later. And so I think in this one, the timeline was we did have the tour with Craig, who walked us around. God bless him. It was so generous. He walked us around Cape May on foot and showed us different places and gave more detailed stories. And the the block that we like to stay on in Cape May are these houses called the Seven Sisters. Some guy built seven identical houses for his daughters in the Victorian times. And then they were, some of them oh. sold off or whatever. And there's one that's called the Red Cottage now. That's a rental property. And we went inside the Red Cottage and the red cottage these titles write themselves very okay yeah ghostly and craig had told us uh craig speaks 
normally uh, <laughs> but he's still well can you for the sake of the story can you make him be scottish <laughs> tina does a great scottish accent no, I, you know i honestly i think i don't how about, or how about liverpool people? how about north can you make him from northern england please please it's so good <laughs> let's on. do one line of his um craig mama's cambridge you can do it regular but i might make you redo it Northern England. He said okay. that, um, that in the Red Cottage, that he told a story of like, you know, uh, guests who have stayed here in the Red Cottage have been known to uh, find their children out in the hallway in the middle of the night, to find a young child in the hallway. And they'll say to the kid, like, what were you, you know, why are you in the hallway? And they say, I was, well, I was playing with a little girl. Oh, God, scary. And, the, and they'll say, what do you mean? And they say, well, the little girl <laughs> came and she wanted to... Uh, roll a ball around with me said so people have seen you know have had that experience with their children in the red cottage and they've heard you know a ball rolling down the stairs blah 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 and so this on this tour was just me and my daughter i don't even think penelope was with us because she was such a tiny baby uh and my husband that but my extended family was not on this tour um, okay and so we were staying a couple of buildings down from the red cottage so we were staying in uh a house a few doors down and I got up one morning and my sister-in-law who her room was in the basement of the house and she came up to the kitchen because you know those Victorian houses that it's like wait is this the one we stayed in wow is no this but the it's right house? in that okay mm-hmm. okay the basement seems like it has the most activity well in these you things know, Irene, yeah I think they actually say that the higher the floor, the more activity. Oh, really? That's oh, wow. What I've okay. learned in my 18 years. <laughs> I mean, I've got to stop I mean, watching Irene, those movies. Sweetie. Everyone knows that. Yeah. The higher the floor. Okay. <laughs> well, the way they've implied it on the ghost story is that the higher the floor, because they, they don't really want to be around us. And so they'll kind of keep oh, drifting. Oh, like, up, oh okay. we're I learning about oh. their so opinions the and proclivities. Yes. But, okay. <laughs> but my okay. sister-in-law came up for breakfast and she said, were Penelope and Alice up late last night? Oh, so Penelope was oh. born. There you go. She was born. And I go, no, no, no. And she goes, oh, because I, I were they rolling a ball around no. in okay, the kitchen. Stop. And I was the like, scariest thing. what? She's like, I heard them. I thought I heard them rolling a ball around. And I was like, no, they were not rolling a ball. They were asleep upstairs. So that, those were the two things that I was like, okay. Uh, okay, ghost. I, I explaining wait, that. I Nothing is scarier than yeah. giggling and balls rolling around. Wait, wait, I have a question. So your sister-in-law, where was she? was in the basement. Her room was, where down was she in the basement. And, that's, and she thought she heard them rolling around like and she said, she she heard uh, kids rolling a ball around and just thought like oh that's weird it must be Penelope and Alice, and um, it weren't. It weren't. I'm stunned. My jaw is agape. Yeah. In case you're wondering what the silence is. Yeah. That's, I'm that, taking that's it That's frightful. In. I mean, I, I think it's also scary. That bed shaking is traumatizing. After I saw The Exorcist, if any bed shaking happens, that's it. I'm soiling myself after that. You know, it's, it's just too much. <laughs> I was trying to think, they're old yeah, sisters, and I was trying to think like, okay, is it the, you know, is the HVAC kicking in enough to right. shake the bed? But I didn't really, couldn't really put my finger on it. Wow. Um, but yeah, if you ever want to have Craig McManus on, he knows all the tales. There's also, there's a house further up or next time we go, I have to, you have to go back there with me, Rachel, and we'll take the ghost tour. I have to go anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Regardless and of ghosts, but I want to go either way. Further yeah. up the road, there is the house that was owned by the Ralston family and like the inventors of Ralston, Ralston Purina, Purina. And they had a million okay. dogs, I guess. And I think there's a lot, oh. of, a lot of ghost dogs, supposedly. Oh, oh okay. Wow. We've had experience with ghost dogs you have? on the show. Yes, we've seen a picture of a, of a dog ghost. Wow. Uh, dogs are ghosts in the canine world. 
I wonder what the the dog ghosts of Cape May do. I mean, roll there's, the ball around. Roll the ball. Uh, play That's catch. Interesting though that they're rolling the like. I'm picturing this like old Victorian. I don't know. Mansion with all these like with crazy Victorian little... kids playing with hoops and balls and stuff like that. So okay, wow. It's well, the joyful things that are treach- you know, terrifying. Um, for like children laughing and playing ball, it's lovely while they're alive. But while when you alive. think of it in terms of <laughs> ghosts, well, it's really, there's nothing more the terrifying day- than if you have yeah. kids, like what your 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 own child just appearing at the, the side of your bed in the middle of the night. You're like, oh, oh Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> yeah, that would be scary too. I wonder, Tina, if also because you were pregnant, you were a little bit more open. You know how they say like children and... I wonder, maybe, maybe. I know that I do think that children are more open, which segues Mm -hmm. me to my story, which is that Penelope would tell you this herself, but she's on a field trip today. Um, My daughter, Penelope, who's now 12, when she was a baby, she, her room in our apartment... um, I knew from when we first looked at and bought this apartment, I remember it it was an old woman who had been living here. And I remember when we first looked at the apartment, that room seemed to have kind of a bed with a lot of pills around it. And I thought, oh, I I wouldn't be surprised if perhaps this lady passed in this room. Like that was in the back of my mind. Uh, And um, so we made it Penelope's bedroom. And uh, she (laughs) claims that she has always felt a lot of uh, presences, presence, Presency, presenti, presenti, presenti. She's had figlets <laughs> when yeah. she was a baby, and she was telling me uh, and Rachel previously that what she used to see would she said she would see what she say like uh, dozens of squares of light floating and moving around her, but she said they were distinctly yeah. squares, which to my mind was like, well, that's probably some light coming through the panes of your window and moving. But she also, she had a lot of night terrors as a baby, Mm. which, um, and she was a very unsettled baby, which I think, you know, maybe was. Blame the ghosts. Yeah. And she used to say like, she's when she first could talk, she would say, I see uh, people. What? What? Oh gosh. I see people in that room. Dead people. Wow. Were you you freaked out by that? Or were you? Um, you're just yeah, like so bit. tired. You're but like, okay, so, I'm seeing them too. Yeah, I'm so tired right now. <laughs> we all see people right now. But she would have. We, we, she would wake up as a baby and and be screaming, and and we'd go to pick her up, and picking her up. You know, when you pick up a kid who's having night terrors, it makes it oh. worse. And I remember Jeff used to have to. At one point, one time it was so bad he had to take her to the like living room window in the middle of the winter and open the window so that the freezing cold air would like no. hit her and wake her up, and so she would wake up wow now did she have the terrors the night terrors for um did they stop at some point or is she she they did they do seem to have stopped she was also it was a sleepwalker when she was little oh i was gonna ask that wow and one time we were in like a hotel in orlando and i just heard like click click and she was just about to walk out into the (laughs) and i was like oh geez oh my gosh whoa but uh i would i'm inclined to believe her that she feels like she saw things when she was smaller so maybe she was playing ball. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe I she kind of sleep oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Circling back. Just a, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> we should hypnotize I mean, her. And ask her she went, went downstairs and played ball with a ghost. <laughs> yeah.
The yes. other kind of slightly woo-woo thing that I didn't have a crazy experience there other than I was very drawn to it and I loved it there was I was working this time last year, I was working in England for a few months. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been to Highgate Cemetery? No. Highly recommend it. It's this beautiful, okay. beautiful old cemetery. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember all the people who are buried there. Um, Karl Marx is buried there. Uh, George okay. El- George Elliot is there. Um, George Michael is buried there. Oh, um, but it's fellow this, Greek, like right? And he's Greek. Buried fellow there. Greek. His real name is like Yanis something. Oh, is <laughs> oh, it? That's my father's name, Yanis. Yanis. It, it's the most beautiful Victorian spooky. <laughs> cemetery and i ended up going there three times i ended up just keeping yeah. gravitated back there and i, I had this I had these old tombs and like we took a tour of it and got like fascinating history of how it was you know they tried they just had to really try to sell it to get people because it was outside of london old london so that it was it was basically like they were selling it like come to these new condos like you want to be buried here <laughs> um and <laughs> all these just graves on top of graves that are just like falling uh-huh. over and whatever and it was winter time when I was there and there were like frozen spider webs and, and just like the most picturesque. And it, I just had this feeling. I was like, I, I feel like I would like to be buried here. <gasps> so Rachel, wow. can you be in charge of that? Are you on, are you on the A-list <laughs> I'm to on, get in? I'm on A-list. You're on a list. They've got a plot with your name on it, sweetie. You're in. Tina, I'm going to yeah. get you into that cemetery. <laughs> Let me make a few calls. It's, you call up in your very authentic British accent, and you'll get it. Really overselling my British accent. <laughs> I am, but I want to hear it. I feel culturally, Tina, too, like Greek people are so superstitious. Was your family very superstitious? Yeah. It's not that they believed in ghosts, but like the evil oh, eye, like, which I'm wearing right now, in fact. You were um, Malakia? Mati, yeah. Oh, see, you know that. Yeah, Matia. That's Malakia. right. Yeah. Yeah, I think... You know, I yeah, I think I grew up in a super Greek neighborhood too, so I think like we uh, were we were almost too. like relatively Greek light compared yeah. to uh the heavy duties. Yeah, you're lucky. I wonder also if it's like the immigrant you dodged a bullet, thing. sweetie. Like, what? Like the immigrant thing, like yeah. like from the old country. Yeah, for the, with the they're uh, more into superstition because very like, superstitious. Whole... Yeah, I became more superstitious <laughs> like when I was just basically having like sort of PTSD working at SNL. Did you, did you, when you worked at SNL, Rachel, did you get like, I, I would get to the place where I'd be like, if I get off, if it's read through day and I get off the train, if I, if I don't go between these two poles, I'm going to have bad read through. No. Oh. But now you're making me think I've went through those two poles every time <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. I didn't, I didn't do the is superstition. It, is it superstition? And is it OCD? Had, what is it? No, if I'd yeah. done all those things, yeah. I wasn't focusing body. on the on the woo woo enough to control my destiny. Yeah, I think like that was where I must have been hitting like a mental health low because that's so oh, un- like me to be that oh, way. God. And I remember hearing that other Whoa. people had really gotten kind of obsessed with <gasps> things like that. Tina, like, what are you working on now? If there's anything you want to plug or whatever. Amy and I are on tour different cities through the beginning of next year, through t- the beginning of 2024. We're going to be in. Philly, Atlanta, Portland. Okay, Atlanta, Portland. New York City. Oh, yeah, New York City in February. Yeah, and uh, Mean Girls uh, musical is going to be in London in the coming year. (gasps) That's very exciting. When does that open, or do we know? I think it's going to open in the beginning of June. 
Okay, beginning of June in London for all of our British listeners. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know where this is going. Well, I mean, it's uh, once we get your Northern English, it's a global podcast, sweetie. Once you and, remote from Highgate, and once we translate this whole thing into the British. English. Then Tina's gonna <laughs> Tina's gonna redo everything in her British accent, and then they'll understand us. Um, no, Mean Girls the musical on the West End. Yep. I want to try to see that out there. But Tina and Amy's show is so funny. I know. It's I, I so want to see it. Good and it's so funny. Never know. And the crowd. You never yeah. know who's gonna show up. But no. But the crowd. It's like a. It's like a. I'm still really old. It's like a rock concert. No, but it is. It's like. It's like if. The freaking Rolling Stones were playing. Like, that's how the crowd that's amazing. responds. And um, it's Good. very, very funny. So if you can, go see it in a city near you. Now, we also have a little reading that Irene does. Oh, yes, I do. Uh, so right. Irene does the pendulum reading. And that's I right. actually had the forethought to warn Tina about this so she could think of a question. Okay, that's right. So that's... this is the pendulum. Can okay. you see? Yes. Yeah, can so you see the pendulum? It's now... just like a, a, a an amethyst beautiful crystal. crystal. Hanging it was a given to her by an old witch lady who works at Amazon. <laughs> okay, I ordered this no, on Amazon. So, so she we, ordered we it on Amazon. All of our occult okay. mates. So, um, so now if you ask a yes or no question in your mind, okay, and then you're going to reveal it afterwards. Reveal it after if, if you're it, cool if, with revealing. If it's uh, clockwise, it yes. Show? Counterclockwise, no. Okay, okay. I'm ask so. the question repeatedly in my mind. I'm ready. Okay. It's looking oh, like a yes. A, a resounding yes. It's a yes. Yeah? Resounding yes. Yeah. Hold on, let me do a safety. But the safety's always the same. Well, we don't know, Rachel. Sometimes, <laughs> once or twice, I've a never resounding seen, yes. I've never seen this. Okay. A resounding, another, what was the question? Yes. What was your question? I asked it if I was going to be a grandmother in the next 15 years. What? Ooh, Ooh, that's like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 15 years. Because I so, realized okay, like, my right. kids are big and like it's not oh out God. of... Possibility that I could be a grandmother. Right. Nope. You will be a grandmother. That's right. In the next. You 15 already years. want like the little kids again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know. Right. I know. Did you have another question? Not that you need to have another one. Uh, let's ask it another one. That's okay, right. Sure. Stunning accuracy. Well, we can have a great. I hate to Will brag I have about great Kenji. grandchildren in the next, <laughs> next two years? No, okay. <laughs> the next two years. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. That looks like another yes. Wow. It's great. Uh, it's good? Okay, is it, let me go is it again. a joke question? Stunning accuracy, <laughs> Tina. It's a joke question. I was like, I want to know if I'll ever win an Oscar. <laughs> did you really ask that? I did. Oh, my okay, God. Well, get okay. Ready. Okay. If, right. we, if, this, if this manifests, that then would be amazing. we're done. Okay, I know. It's drop I the know. pendulum. Um, it's like the drop the mic. said that it will be for lighting design. <laughs> I have to start learning writing design. It's not going to be for writing. Oh my god, that's a good question. I like that you asked that question though. Wow, that's like. I mean know. that that scares me a little because we tell them not to ask anything so earth shattering, but like it was but a that's yes. Like a, well, it's like yeah. It's well, not, you didn't think, but yes, Penchi says yes. One. Wow, Ooh. thanks, Irene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome. See you sweetie. at the that's Oscars. You. See you you're worth it. Um, design. <laughs> That was amazing. Thank you so much. It's been a wonderful time, and I hope you come visit us down in Cape May. I've got to come see those ghosts. i got to come see those ghosts, Tina. we got to go together, hon. <laughs> hon. Oh, my gosh. I loved that all of your ghost explanations were in that accent. <laughs> Tina, thank you thank so you, much. Thank you, Tina. I that so was amazing. appreciate it. Thank you for my lighting design Oscar so funny. and my grandbaby. Yeah. <laughs> 
Keep us posted, sweetie. Yes, well. keep us posted. Well, that one will know. And then the grandmother, I think I'll know about if you can become a grandmother too. So that update will be coming to you listeners in 15 years. We do update our um, people. All right. Well, Tina, thank you. Thank you. Efkari sto. Efkari sto. Parakalo. Parakalo. Okay. Right. Bye. Thanks for joining me on this journey into the world of woo-woo. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Woo Woo with Rachel Dratch is a Q Code production. Executive produced by David Henning and Steve Wilson. Produced by Alexa Gabrielle Ramirez. Edited by Ben Milchev. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch, involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati, and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.